Hello again, listeners. Once more indulge us while we give thanks to some of our Patreon supporters. First, pay your respects to the Keeper of the Blade, the aptly named Kiros, inexperienced knife-wielder, Wolf. For your generosity and dedication, the Cult of the Apocalypse is indebted to you. Thanks also to these Heralds of the Apocalypse, Iron Maze, George H., Alex Carroll, Jonathan Trail, and Henning Lubas. And now, with our ceremony complete, let's see what our investigators are getting up to in the kitchen. Questa è Radio Rosso Bologna. Non so voi, ma io sono caldo come le polpette piccante di mamma. È giunto il momento della nostra storia della settimana e oggi... Tonight I will share with you my family recipe and then tomorrow we will learn how to cook it. I feel like there's something about this place, this time, this radical movement that we find ourselves in amongst. This dog. What about his dog? You lost your dog. Tonto. I too have been brought here by by a death. Of course, you are here during the Feast of the Essentia. Sorry, I just suddenly need the toilet. I'm very old. He's known as Sol Beckman. He's a notorious London hitman. Put yourself together. It's, it's not real, you know, it's not real, it's not real. We are still finding out what secrets the old home holds. You hear some commotion in the street in the night. Are they coming down to join us soon? Uh, no, they've left us. Oh! The Apocalypse Players present Il Portico di San Luca A Call of Cthulhu scenario by Dan Wheeler with Dominic Allen as Robert Hyde, retired chemist, Joseph Chance as Nicholas Devere, theatre critic, perennial guest star Jeannie Spark as Sharon Clifford, widowed housewife, and Dan Wheeler as your keeper of arcane lore. A spot of sightseeing. So, Niccolo takes you all through into the kitchen, which you've sort of seen. It hasn't been hidden. You've glimpsed through the door. And it's a, it's a lovely sort of old, exactly as you would picture, of an Italian family kitchen. Lots of tiles, loads of um, steel pans hanging up from hooks. And he's got chopping boards all laid out around this sort of central island, enough for each of you. And he has some some ingredients in the in the middle. And he, he says, um, "So this morning, I am going to teach you how to make my family's recipe for ragu. We are going to make a pasta, and we're going to make the ragu. And um, you notice at this point that Nicolo's mother has followed through into the room and." She takes up, there's a, there's a seat in the corner of the room, just like there was in the other room, and she just walks over and sits in it. And he says, Now, so you know I'm not tr- tricking you or pulling the wool over your eyes. My, my mother will always watch me, so she checked that the recipe I teach you is the recipe she taught me. And, uh, and you, if you look over at her, and she's got this sort of, almost like an expressionless face, and you still haven't heard her say a word. And... 
he he begins talking you through his uh, his ragu recipe, and he says it's very simple. It's um, not too many ingredients. We have celery, onion, carrot to make a sort of sofrito, and then the meats, uh, two different types of meat, and he sort of indicates them to. Um, piles of minced meat on the table and he says and yes as you correctly inferred last night I think it was you wasn't it um, uh, was it you Robert who said there's milk the milk yes oh yes we do use a small amount of milk and uh, he, he sort of weighs out the ingredients and talks about how much of each and uh, he says I, I, I will I will chop it how I do and you can see the size that chop the vegetables you can watch the amounts and um but we don't have to make the same dish seven times, six times. So you would make a little bit and we all put it in the pot together. And it's a, it's a meal we've made together. We share it. But any questions while we cook? No, not really. Just um, dying to give it a try, I suppose. Very uh, community theatre. Love it. Yes. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's more or less the recipe you ate last night. But uh, actually, what we will do with it today, uh, we will make a lasagna. So we will use the same ragu, but we will layer it up. Uh, and this is, a, this is a family recipe. It is seven layers of pasta, sete. Seven layers, sete layers for the sete chiesi. I told you we're a superstitious people and numbers mean a lot to us. Mm. So seven layers for the seven churches. Mm. And did the recipe... Did, could you ask your mother where she got this recipe from? Was that from her mother or was it another family member? Yes, it's been passed down through the family. Every family in Bologna has their own ragu recipe. They share a lot of, maybe it's a little bit of extra oregano or maybe um, some some families maybe don't use milk um, or different the, the meats in different proportions. Yes, Fascinating. And he, as he says that, he sort of, his hands kind of almost massage these two differently coloured piles of mints on the table. <laughs> and what are these two different meats that are, are going into the, the ragu? He looks at you with a wicked smile and says, Ah, yes. <laughs> what did Mrs. Lovett put in those pies? <laughs> And then laughs and says, oh, no, of course, this is uh, pork and beef. Not people. <laughs> no, no. That, oh, OK. That was my joke about Mrs. Lovett. <laughs> no, yes. Oh, uh, yes. No, I, I understood the reference. Oh, good. good. <laughs> yes. What a relief. <laughs> it's a funny thing to say, that's all. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you don't like to give me a psychology role. <laughs> I was just trying to work out when Sondheim wrote... Well, Mrs. Lovett predates Sondheim. Oh, yeah. But Sondheim, I think, wrote it just just, just before this, but I'm not 100% sure. Mm. Well, I've failed extraordinarily, so I might push it. Psychology. Mm. Oh, my word. I have got a roaring success of six on a 50. Oh, I'll leave it. Wow. And I've got a five. Wow. I'm ridiculous. Ridiculous. Two extreme successes. Wow. Boom. And um and dumb a fail. Not pushing. I don't think if if they've got two extremes, I think I just roll my eyes and go, of course it's pork and beef. What else is it gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. 
Um, with your extreme success, you, I think you both, you're both aware of him being. Now, this this sort of joke ended up going on a little bit longer than he intended it to, mm-hmm. and he's embarrassed. I think mainly what you see is that he's embarrassed because it's he's he's a very mm. amicable guy. He's actually very good at putting people at ease, and he thinks he's cocked this up. But because it's such a good success, you do notice that he glances across at his mother at this moment, almost looking for her approval or... Mm. You can't be quite certain what that look is. Maybe he's embarrassed that he's let her down or or something, but there's something in this moment, there's a connection between them. Mm. Okay. And then the other thing, Mm. because it was such a good success, is no matter how brilliant a performer he is, no matter how much you think you can't believe everything he says you believe he was absolutely genuine when he said this meat is pork and beef <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah okay because of course there was a christopher bond play uh, it was a few years ago now um yes about uh sweeney todd yes and very witty very witty yes um i wasn't expecting that sort of level from you oh nicolo you're you're raising our game here I'm not sure. Did you ever see that, Sharon? Did you see the Bond piece? I doubt it, but... James Bond? Sadly not. Oh. Uh, Marvellous performer, though. I do love Sean Connery. Wonderful. Such long, lovely legs. He is ever so, He's ever so good, isn't he? He's ever so good. Isn't he marvellous? Lost his way a bit, maybe, since. But, um... Hmm. Well, of course, you know, I do hear rumours that sometimes do you use donkey. Not necessarily here in this household. Oh, uh, that's more further north. Verona, very famous for donkey ragu. Ah, that's why I'm mixing it up, you see. Donkey? They eat donkey? Yes. Well, probably very tasty, though. Oh, no, I wouldn't like to do that. Like the French with their horses. No, no, I wouldn't like to do that. I wouldn't. Like the French with their horses. No, shocking, shocking business, really. Horses, nice. Well, obviously, different cultures have different. Um, Traditions and tradition is important. Yes, yes. After all, is there a difference between a donkey and a cow or a pig? Yes, there is. Or anything, really. Or a zebra? Yes. Quite, or a zebra. I, I've never eaten zebra myself. I'm sure it's delicious. Me neither, but, you know, they're very similar. If you painted a donkey black and white, it'd be hard to tell it isn't a zebra. <laughs> yes, I expect so. What would you, would you, what would you call that? Oh. Zon- zonkey? Debra? <laughs> 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 and I, um, I, uh, I imagine that we've got individual stations that we work at. Yeah. And I, and I pick pick up a piece of um, an ingredient, mm. perhaps some of the meat. <laughs> and I, and I pick it. I just pick it up in my hand and I say, like the heart of a dog. And then I just put it back down, and I stare at what I stare at my hand down on the table. Hmm. I say nothing. Are you all right? All right, Nicholas. Gone awful pale. I'm so sorry. It was that bloody American author with his book, The, sh- the, sh- the Shinning. <laughs> Terrible thing. I was reading more of it last night. It's absolutely gripping. Anyway. <laughs> shining. Sorry, Shining. Did I say Shinning? Oh, my Martin. My Martin's reading that. He loves all that horror stuff. I just think it's nonsense. Nothing like that ever really happens in real life, does it? No, no, of course not. No, I hope not. No, not, nothing like that ever happens in real life. And we should um, we should 
put all this together and the most important ingredient in the ragu is time. And I don't mean the herb. <laughs> I mean, we let it bubble away for hours and, um, and we can start making the pasta. Oh. Um, and he puts everything into the pot and puts it on uh, the stove and sort of wipes down the surface and, um, gets out some, some uh, flour and some eggs. And, um, you, you notice that Don and Julia are, they're kind of half paying attention and half enjoying each other's hands as they chop herbs and, you know, enjoying it being a romantic moment. Anyway, he says, pasta, this is a very, this is a very simple recipe. One egg to a hundred grams of flour. It has to be the finest, uh, the finest grain grind of flour. And each of you can do this. And he pours out a hundred grams for each. Shows you how to make a little well in the middle of the pasta and demonstrates cracking an egg into the middle of the well. And he says, and then, and takes up a fork and he starts dragging the, the flour into the egg. And he says, slowly, slowly, gradually, until it's all combined and you, you will do this. And then he says, I think in England, they probably tell you, you can make this in a pasta machine and you roll it like rolling clothes through a mangle. Am I right? I suppose so. Yes. I've seen those. I've not used one. Well, uh, we would never use that here. This is why, look at my mother, look at her arms. This is why she is so strong. 70 years of rolling out the pasta with a rolling pin. And uh, you look across and take a look at her mother, uh, his mother, and um, don't notice anything particularly muscular about her arms. But you do start to notice there's something slightly unusual about her face. Anyway, <laughs> as, you, as you sort of mould the pasta into a, a ball and he sort of... Did you have a question? When you say unusual about her face, I mean, is it because of the nature of her features? Well, it's interesting that you should ask. I think... Is it almost canine? <laughs> I think your obsession <laughs> makes you feel there's something almost canine about her face. I think I see it for the first time. I think you do see it for the first time, that there's something... It's strange, because you you know that her look to other people might be really quite unpleasant but to you it's it's almost it's almost attractive and you think about that saying about people how people come to look like their dogs mm. and you wonder whether maybe 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 she does have a dog somewhere yeah a really ugly fucking dog I only I only looked on one side of the building didn't I I mean there's there's a couple of other sides that I could yeah could check and I think I feel that urge maybe is there a window here is there I'll fabricate a reason to cross over to a window sure Hey, why are you going to that window? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? No, I'm so sorry. I, I just, um... Oh, I, th I thought I saw a... I thought I saw a, an Alsatian out there. Yes? And maybe a, a police dog? Oh, maybe. You did say there was some activity last night. Uh, there was, but I, I don't think it's anything to worry about. Must be difficult with long hair here in such lovely warm weather. I say craning to look to see if there's any dogs out there. <laughs> well, dogs don't sweat, do they? Oh, very, very good point. But it's just that sort of sense of, I suppose it's the sympathy, isn't it? Hmm. All that long hair. Cats sweat. Think of that. Anyway, have you all rolled out your, rolled out your dough? Oh, yes, I must get back to my dough. Sweaty little pussies. Hmm. <laughs> so, seven times we roll and fold 
roll and fold seven times. Like I tell you. Oh, it's that seven again. Yeah, seven. Oh. Seven times for the seven churches. Sete Chiesi. Oh. You know about the Sete Chiesi? You talked about it last night. Right here on the Piazza San Stefano. Yeah. The Basilica San Stefano is the oldest church in the whole of Bologna. It is built on... Um, uh, I believe the oldest bit of the church is Roman. I'm not, I, I can't claim to be a, an expert in the history myself, but they say it is the oldest bit is Roman. And at this, Don pipes up and says, I was, I'm looking at Don. <laughs> yeah. And says, yeah, it's, uh, it's older than that from what I understand. I think they built it on a, 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 a temple, some kind of temple that predates even the Romans. Who would they be then? Yeah, what, what would that be? Etruscans? The what? Uh, possibly uh, some kind of Egyptian, like an Egyptian cult, where a lot of that travelled up throughout throughout the Mediterranean. Oh, wow! Fascinating. I instinctively touch the dog-headed, uh, the dog, the dog-headed pendant on, on my chest, and I think you two definitely see me do that because you know that I have it there. And I see that he's cast a quick look to uh, Niccolo's mother, so I look over and... (laughs) There is something strange about her face, but I can't quite put my finger on it. I think maybe Niccolo sees you all paying attention to his mother, and as he's rolling his pasta, he says, My mother, I have to thank for everything we're doing with the house. She's told me all about the history and what it used to look like before it fell into disrepair and she's guiding me through the restoration in a lot of ways and we're trying to do a sympathetic restoration and not just modernise everything. I hope you found your rooms comfortable uh, last night. Oh, I slept like a log, I have to say. Mm. I haven't slept like that in ages. Lovely room, lovely room. That's fantastic. But the house is very old. It goes back in my family for generations further than actually we can we can tell but it, it it itself was well as you can see the church is only across the way all of these buildings were built on roman foundations and as we've been excavating the cellar we found some uh, he turns the dawn and says uh, if you're into archaeology there is some i believe some um, evidence of uh, roman um uh, architecture right in the cellar of a building. I think it was built on Roman foundations. All of these were. You sh- but it's my mother that I have to thank for really showing me how to restore the building to what it originally was. So, sorry, you say you're excavating your basement? Yes. Do you do that yourself, or do you have to get like archaeologists in? And- oh, no, we have uh, some help, but no, we don't have to... <laughs> The thing is, the whole of Bologna is an archaeological site, the Centro Storico. This is, this is the thing. This is the thing about our current government that I was telling you about. And he pauses and sort of puts his dough aside and says, Mussolini, and he uh, then like pauses and looks over at his mother and says, um, the, in the past, a certain Italian uh, governments have had a policy of, uh, they used to say they were disemboweling the cities to make room for the population that was moving from the countryside. Italy has uh, urbanized very, very quickly. I don't mean to give you a history lesson, but basically... Fascinating. The developers, uh, backed by, I have to say, the mafia in a lot of cases, 
I have really been trying to tear down all these buildings and just shoot up skyscrapers. But our government, thankfully, have protected the Centro Storico and all these buildings, no matter whether they are a church or a museum or, or just a simple house, they have encouraged them to be preserved. And the people who live in them are the people who have lived in them for centuries. And, 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 and this gives us an ownership over our city and gives us, it means the whole city is an archaeological site, of course, as you imply, but it is our house and we have the responsibility to preserve it, but also to excavate and explore. And So what have you found? But aren't you worried if you lack the expertise, you might, you know, accidentally break some old Roman pot that might be worth a bit of bob or, or, or do some structural damage? I mean, I wouldn't know where to begin excavating a basement, I'll be honest. Oh, no, well, we, we work very carefully and be very delicate, and it's not... I'm not down there with a shovel digging out earth. It's more um, just opening up old doors that maybe have been closed for a long time or unbreaking passageways. What? What have you... Passageways? What have you found? Well, it's it's just a much older building and a more extensive building than perhaps we knew beforehand. Do you mean like tu- like there's tunnels? Uh, passageways, you said. No, I'm not sure there are any any tunnels. Um, but well, we haven't finished the excavation. Anyway, um, have you all? You don't mind if, if sorry after we've done here. Yes. You don't mind at some point if we have a look, do you? Sounds fascinating. Love to see it. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd like to study Robert Hyde more carefully when he says that. Mm. As I'm deliberately holding off from conversing. But his face, he just, he did this thing where his head went backwards. I don't think he was even aware. And his eyes were widening just then. And I I can't help but think that might mean something about why Robert Hyde cares about such things. What are you hiding, Mr Hyde? <laughs> well, I guess maybe a psychology role. It's a 49 on a 60. So regular success, um, Robert. How much? How much does Nicholas uh, infer with that regular success? I think you get the sense that he was just making conversation about the archaeology, yeah, and is perhaps a bit suspicious of this Niccolo guy and what they're doing down there because it doesn't sound legit. But the suggestion that there are unopened doors and passageways sparks his interest in a way that you don't think is architectural. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. How's that? Excellent. Excellent. Nice. Um, And Niccolo says, well, I could maybe take you down and show you a few things um, maybe another time, but it's, as you say, it's, it it is um, an archaeological site to a certain degree, so it's not necessarily safe and as I mentioned before, I, I'm very proud of the work we've done at the top of the house to restore the rooms to their former glory. And it's maybe not, maybe next time you come in a few years, I'll be able to show you and uh, it will be more appropriate. Well, if you don't mind just having a peek, that would be wonderful. Yes, maybe I could. Um, I think I've made a terrible mess here. With I've got some lumps in my rollout. Oh, <laughs> keep rolling, keep rolling. Just keep rolling. Is that put put your back in? That's how you get those lovely, wonderfully strong arms. You need to work on your um, upper body strength. <laughs> well, you know, I'm more of a sort of you know long distance swimmer these days. <laughs> yeah, he looks. So he looks over at his mother and says, 
listen, if you would like to have a look at the house, um, let me have a, a tidy up um, this afternoon while you're out looking around the city. Uh, make sure that there's nothing lying around that, that you could injure yourself on. And sure, I will give you a little tour of... I'd, I'd be very proud to show you the work we have done, but uh, if you would allow me to make it safe first, I think that would be the best course of action. Very reasonable, thank you. Very kind. Thank you. No, no, it, it would be my pleasure. And Don says, say, if you're interested in uh, looking at Roman uh, uh, mosaics and things like that, then I tell you, we should just go straight over to the, the Basilica San Stefano right after lunch, as soon as we finish here. Yeah, yeah, let's have a look at those mosaics. Sure, why not? That sounds great. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. First on my list, Donald. First on my list. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Nicola says that would that would be a very good place for you to um, to to look first. And uh, we're nearly finished here. Um, we let's have a look at your pasta, and he sort of inspects your work and gives you a few pointers. Says rem- says remember seven falls, set the times for the seven churches. For the seven churches. Like a lucky ritual. Mm, exactly. And uh, he sort of... Um, yeah. So it's just checking checking my notes. Joseph Joseph wants to roll writing game scenario. <laughs> Do I have that? <laughs> that? English literature? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> uh, so... Probably is nowadays. Probably is nowadays, lads, ladies, lads, ladies. Ooh. Probably do a module on it. Not too late, Jeannie. So... <laughs> He sort of he checks he checks your pasta he um he he hangs it all over a, a, a sort of pasta rack <laughs> clothes horse <laughs> pasta rack clothes horse yeah quite and he sort of looks at his watch and he says this has been an excellent first lesson I'm I'm really pleased I hope uh, hope you are and um, if you come back I think maybe the best thing to do today sorry I'm playing it a little bit how do you say I play it with my ear right oh play it by ear. That's it, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean, play it by ear. I play it by ear. So maybe if we take a break now and you can explore the city, come back a bit early and we will make the uh, the, the, the the cheese sauce that goes in the lasagna uh, and we will layer up the lasagna together uh, and before, before tonight. But uh, why don't you enjoy the afternoon? Uh, looks like it's going to be a beautiful day today. Well, it's wonderful. Yeah, thank you. Oh, grazie, grazie. Grazie mille. Gra- grazie mille. Uh, that was a wonderful lesson, Niccolo. Thank you. Oh, no, my, my pleasure. Thank you. So simple, so elegant. To think that it's just egg and flour, and yet, oh, Marks and Spencers make such a fuss. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's, you, he's sort of releases you out of the kitchen and the world is your oyster for a bit and uh, Don and Julia tear themselves away from each other and uh, you all sort of wash your hands and um, find yourselves in the, the sort of foyer area of the house. I think I immediately go over to the two of them as soon as I can because I'm in terrible gossip and I say, so Barbara left, eh? I don't think Crystal had much say in it, did she? But it's to, to, to both of you. It does seem a bit strange to leave in the middle of the night. I mean, I was awake fairly early because of all the... 
commotion in the street, so I was awake at yes. about five, I think, on and off. And I was tossing and turning, thinking about the past, Sharon. I didn't hear anyone <laughs> leaving then. Coach and horses. I used to drink at the coach and horses, I say, slightly too loudly. Hmm, yes. What, the coach and horses? Yes, um, just up from, oh, Bethnal Green. I know it, Julia says. I know it. It's got a terrible reputation. I give her what can only be described as the Devere stare. <laughs> For just one second. The Devere sneer, surely. <laughs> the Devere sneer. The Devere sneer. It was a gift. Why did I why did I why did I why did I duck that, Dom? Cut that. <laughs> I give her what can only be described as the Devere sneer. <laughs> TM Dominic Allen. Isn't it full of mobsters that place? I heard the craze used to drink in there. No, no, that's all just a rumour. I did meet Ronnie's cousin there. Oh, goodness. Yes, charming fellow, absolutely charming. Sometimes I think that I've got a book in me about it, you know. I write for The Scoop. Yeah, I don't know, The Scoop? Oh, no, nobody does. Terrible rag, but they pay me, and that's the important thing. Um, so I, want, I write wonderful reviews about theatre, most often in London, sometimes up in Stoke as well. There's a whole thing about the the, the provinces. Anyway. You write r wonderful reviews. You mean your writing is wonderful or you make sure that the reviews are always five star? No, I'm terribly good at writing. Gosh, no, it's absolute crap, most of it. Some of it's all right. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of enthusiastic young people trying to act. Trying. But most importantly of all, I did meet him, and goodness me, there's nothing stranger than the truth. Hmm. Anyway, are you going over to this um, um, San Stefano? Uh, I'd love to go with you. Are the, both of you going? Perhaps we could all make the five of us. Perhaps the five of us could go. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, That's a lovely idea. Let's do it. Let's. Uh, and, and I think um, he looks at his watch and says, maybe have time to go now before before lunch and then find somewhere on the piazza or nearby to grab a bite to eat. Oh, yes, Don. Oh, yes, Don. Read our minds, I think. Used to be Crystal's providence, but you've taken over. Thank goodness you're here. Such a sweet girl, Julia says. Yes, what did she say to you? You were very much engaged last night. She was spot on about taunting my dog. Oh, she was... Yes, yeah, she... She knew some things about my past as well. Um, really? Remarkable. Like what? Um... Well, maybe over lunch. And he, he, she looks at Don and, and then says, um, perhaps another time. And he sort of holds her a little, a little tighter. You can't underestimate how much these sorts of people can glean from little cues and things people have said. There's a skill to it. It's an art. It's not magic. Yeah, I, I, I think you're absolutely right there, Rob. So, so it's a trick, really. Yes. And sometimes I think they do it subconsciously. They don't even realise they're doing a trick. So they believe it themselves, which gives credence to the trick. Yeah. That sort of thing's infectious. I think it can be. Anyway, I'm, uh, I'm more interested in um, earth and stone and uh, things you can touch. Me too. <laughs> he, he... No, my Brian was that way. He was a builder. He was the same. Oh. You like things you can things you can make with your hands and touch. Yeah. How how interesting that we find ourselves here, Sharon. Uh, you, the widow of a builder, myself, amateur ar archaeologist, uh, 
in 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 this city and staying at the house of uh, a Fabry. <laughs> a Fabry? That surname it means um fabricator, artisan or builder. Yeah. Oh, like fabricating. Oh, of course it does. Of course it does. Yeah. That is a coincidence. And there he is digging away in his basement. <laughs> it's a strange. Anyway, shall we? Uh, it's, we can see it out the door. Yes, yes. And he sort of take, takes the lead, I think, and strides out across the piazza. And it really is just just sort of across, across the piazza. And you enter through the, the front door of this, this complex of churches. The main door is a opens into a, a like a working church really and you pass down the the nave and he appears not to be very interested in in that and um down the down the steps and past the little chapel and then you turn into a a much much older sort of octagonal structure mm. which in the middle has a like a weird marble like edifice in the middle and um he turns to you and says, um, this was uh, modeled on the, the Church of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem. Is that right? Yeah. Well, how charged. Yeah, I thought so. Hmm. So, uh, how old's this bit? This bit? Check my brochure. This bit is uh, 1500s. Wow. Older than its hair and younger than its teeth, eh? <laughs> Quite. <laughs> through here is the, the, the Roman part. And he sort of leads you through into the next room, which is like a bear chamber. Look at these bears. <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> With like an altar in one corner, and it's really sort of rustic, like a rustic stone altar. And then there are some sort of bits cut out of the floor with like ropes around a glass, presumably showing older ruins below and he immediately sort of scurries over and starts examining those there's a penitential humility to it isn't there Sharon it looks a bit like a butcher's but there's no meat in it (laughs) (laughs) you know it's got got your wash clean floor got your got your slab how wonderfully you see the world thank you and I think I stare at Sharon thank you Nicholas in, in a way that I've very rarely stared at a person Maybe that is the Devere stare rather than the Devere sneer. Uh, and I and I say, how remarkable. And I don't say it about the chapel. I say it about her. Oh, you all right, Nicholas? You, uh... Oh, fine. Yes, sorry. Mm. You came over a bit funny then. Yes. Well, eccentric. Some people say that I'm eccentric, darling. So what do you think this bit was used for? Oh, um, well, that could be... Uh, private prayer, maybe? Or, I don't know, oration? Some sort of area for devotions? But, but we're talking early Christian here, so... Hmm. It'll, it'll have been when they, they converted, you see. Oh, yeah? Yes. And what's he looking at through the floor? Is that, is that, what's that, is that like an older bit down there? Don, Don, what is that down there? Hmm. This is Roman, this is mosaic. <gasps> Oh, I'd love to see that. Let's have a look. She totters over, mm. has a look down the hole. Sure, you can't really make much out. I'm just going to get a bit closer to you, Don, just so I can look over your shoulder. <laughs> just get a bit, just a little bit closer. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Okay, there we go. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. 
touch your hand. Um. <laughs> who's who's looking at this mosaic? I missed something, but we'll come back to that. I don't know who's looking at the mosaic. Sharon's having a look. Fine. So Sharon's taking a really close look. Uh, I'll drift. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was going to drift over towards Robert and see if he was interested in the mosaic, since since Sharon's having a close look. So I is there room for all of us to do it? Uh, probably not all at the same time, no. Yeah, so I was, I was sort of taking my turn, but I was going to drift over to Robert and say, mosaic, Robert. If you like that sort of thing. So Sharon's looking over Don's shoulder and Don sort of turns to you and smiles, his winning smile, and says, oh, what do you make of that? And points at the... Um, sort of images in the mosaic. What do we see? Seven dogs. <laughs> you see... <laughs> Seven bits of pasta. <laughs> it looks like... It looks like a couple of people sat around a table feasting upon another person lying on a table. But it's very old and it's sort of hard to make out. It might not be that, but that's what you first think when it when you'd see it and that's where he gives you this sort of smile and says why do you make of that is that is that what it is that what it looks like don well what does it look like to you well it looks like they're eating that that poor fella yeah yeah now i now i understand nicolo's mrs lovett gag a bit better this joke yeah it's uh i think well you know this is are they eating him? Why are they eating him? I expect it's uh, some kind of parable. There's something not. There's something not right about that. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Jesus had you eat his body and drink his blood, didn't he? Come and have a look at this. Come and have a look, Mister Hyde. Mister Devere, come and have a look at this. This. Oh, I see. This is very unsettling. Oh. She stands back and gives them room to have a look in. I squeeze in between you all. Stick my head over. Now, what does that look like to you? Well, that's that's a version of the Last Supper, I suppose, depending on one's perspective. It's a bit literal. Yeah, but this is uh, this is this is Roman. I'm not sure why they would be. Well, I suppose it might be. No, it's all the same, isn't it? Sun gods and all that rubbish. Mm. Dying, coming back to life. That's as old as the hills. They're not the first people to do it, for goodness sake. Well, and they, you know, supposedly this is, as I say, built on a on a. Egyptian site. Yeah, well, there you go. I rest my case. What where they ate? Where they ate people? Uh, what was it? Archonaten? Was it the sun god and all that stuff? That's the same stuff as Christianity, isn't it? Mm, some would say. Well, I'd say, yeah. I've done a bit of reading. Can I roll my archaeology? Yeah. Since I've spent all those points in it. Yeah. <laughs> By all those points, I do mean twenty-nine guys, <laughs> which means that I have thirty points in archaeology. Hmm. <laughs> oh, when it's that happy time, guys. It had to happen. You're going to get in the hole and push the roll. Get in your hole, push the roll. It's, it's, it's not 100, but it is a fumble. It's a fumble. It's a fumble. It's a 96. It's a 96. <laughs> Sounds like you're going to fall in. <laughs> I'm disappointed, guys. I'm disappointed because I, 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 I thought, let's put some points in archaeology because I'm a certain kind of person. <laughs> ah, it's gutting, it's gutting, isn't it, when you play to the game? Yeah, so 96, that's a fumble. So I lean over and I have a good look and I think... <gasps> and I think you, um... I think you lean over and you have a good look and you see exactly what they've seen. But it doesn't really, it doesn't really mean anything to you. 
So you maybe take a wander back into the previous room and have a look at that that marble sepulchre. Mm, mm. Yes. With this conversation about, you know, Christianity, ancient Egyptian religions, it's all the same. Mm. Maybe something about your own sort of sensibilities telling you, well, that's not true. That's not true. Uh, I don't know whether you're a practicing Christian, but certainly you're at least Christian with a, a small C. Yeah, he's not, but he's certainly a small C Christian. So you think, well, I'll go back to that edifice that's been built in in imitation of the Holy Sepulchre. And you realize for the first time that it's it's a sort of, it's not a huge thing, but it's surrounded with gargoyles. Mm. The marble structure. And the gargoyles have incredibly canine faces. Yes, they do, don't they? God. I think I'm staring at them. You're staring deeply at them. Fascinated. Yeah. I think I get my I get my notepad and pen out, but I, I don't actually make any notes. I'm just stood there, slightly open-mouthed, gaping at them. Yeah. The Devere gape. And as you're staring at them, I think you hear a sort of... Mm. Coming from... Is it from one of the mouths, or is it from within the, the sepulchre? Yeah, maybe the sepulchre. Was it Tontu? I think I, I, I look from the sepulchre to the to, to the statue, and then back to the sepulchre again. I look around me, but beglazed eyes, only, if, only to see if either really Sharon or Robert are there. And if neither of them is directly there, I'll just go over to the sepulchre and, and, and put my ear against it to listen, see if I can hear. And you can hear it again. And you can crawl inside this thing. If you get down low enough and crawl on your hands and knees, you can crawl right inside. Crawl inside, crawl inside, crawl inside. Is anyone else around? Is anyone else around? Not at the moment. Then then in which case I will. I'll I'll try and get get down in there and see. And I think I'll I'll whisper, I'll say Tontu, darling. Is that you? <laughs> Sweetheart? No answer. Sweetheart? Tonty, tonty, tonty? Nothing. Tutu? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I instinctively put my hand in my pocket, but all of the treats have gone. They're not there. Because <laughs> I had to have that moment two months ago where I took them out. Because mm. they were starting to stink. Mm. And I... And I remember that my flat was just a mess. Because oh, I was a mess for that first month. I was, I was a wreck. It was, it, it was grief, but it was bereavement. It was bereavement. I, I, I'd lost the focus. And then I, I feel that emptiness. And then I'll, go, I'll climb in there. You climb in. So you sort of crawl through this opening in this marble thing and, and you realize once you've crawled through you can you can stand upright inside and there's carvings on all all four walls inside and did you take a look i do have a lighter so i could yeah some of course i'm a smoker it's 1977 yeah as you take a look you see more of these more of these sort of dog carvings well, they, you think they're dogs, but they look like 
like kind of like your necklace, like people with faces of dogs. That's sort of what it looks like to you. And um, we've never seen anything like this in Christian faith before. I think I do in that way that sometimes you have to, even though you know it so well. I take the the little idol out and I look at it next to the... And although they're obviously not the same, there's a definite crossover. There's this, there's this imitation of the Anubis mm. Egyptian echo, I'm thinking. Yeah. And I, 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 I tuck it back behind the cravat... And I realize how hot I am. I'm really warm and uh, sweaty. And I say to myself, Good God, I wonder. And and I'll make my way back out. And I wonder if this whole experience maybe warrants um, a sanity roll. Oh, well, perhaps I'm being too, too sane in relation. That's my intention. No, no, I think that's... As I'm looking at the two... Well... Let's find out. The two images of the dog and the and the statue. I think I must say that, and I say to myself, "Good God, I wonder." Mm. Oh, and yeah, I mean, I have passed my sanity, forty-four on my sixty-eight. Quite a high sanity, mm. even on some losses. <laughs> I think uh, uh, I think that's you're, you're fine then. No, no sanity loss, but that certainly was a strange experience. But I think I'm I'm sweating quite profusely, and I. I get out and I, I put this light summer jacket on and I, I have to take it off and I sort of wipe the dust away from my brow and I'm, I'm a little discombobulated, maybe a bit slow and clumsy hmm. uh, getting out and I don't know what the other two have been up to. but Well, uh, back, in the, back in the room, Don stopped looking at this mosaic and he's moved over to the altar in the corner and uh, he's sort of looking at it and mumbling and saying... It looks like it's been flipped on its on its top. This is uh, this is an old pagan altar. They've repurposed. I don't know where the other two have a look. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll have a look. Can you both give me a spot hidden. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, no, that's a forty-two on a thirty-five. It's an eighty-six on a forty-five. Yeah, both fails. Yeah. Fine. So you you kind of take Don at face value that this is clearly some sort of pagan altar that's been repurposed. I think I say to him, uh, is, that, is that a very common thing to do? Uh, well, in an early Christian church, then yeah, they would uh, they'd be repurposing old buildings. And yeah, it's certainly interesting. But it's... So what is it about it that, that gives you the clue that that's what they've done? Yeah, how can you tell? Well, you can see the bottom is like uh, the top. It would be it's like a top. You can see it's, it's there's like a tabletop, and you can see what he's pointing at, and you can see that it's not sort of legs with a top. It's the reverse. Yes, but what I don't understand is why would they feel the need to do that? Why don't they just repurpose it as is? It's well, a good question. Superstition, I suppose. Uh huh. Maybe it was maybe it was simply a bit run down, and they wanted a new slab of. Uh, they couldn't get the blood out, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, blood stains, they don't come out very easily, I'll tell you that. Mm. They don't. And he, at that, he sort of takes a closer look at the, the stone slab and kind of runs his finger across it and then says, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess. 
and says, shall we? And sort of points to the, the doorway to the next chamber. Why not? Avanti, as they say. As, do as the Romans do, eh? <laughs> Sharon shudders a bit. <laughs> a bit of a ghost walking over the grave moment for her. Yeah, yes, let's, let's move on. And he, uh, and he sort of leads you through into an open courtyard uh, that has a well in the middle. Where's Nicholas? Yeah, where's Nicholas? I don't know, I didn't see I him. call back. Nicholas! Nicky, we're, we're going through to the courtyard. Maybe you went to the toilet. Mr Devere, can you hear us? Do I do I hear? I think by this point you probably do, yeah. Oh, just coming. I better go back and get him. Oh, darling, darling, I'm so sorry. I I went back. Darlings, hello. Yes, I'm here. Are you all right? You're covered in sweat, Mr. Devere. Oh, I just it was suddenly I am. Um, <clears throat> Are you not feeling well? Oh no, I'm fine. I'm fine. What did I miss? I just a fish in my pocket and take out a pill. And say, would you like a Valium? Ooh. Hmm. My eyes uh, gleam. I say, well, why not? I've got a bottle of water in here somewhere. They're practically practically like paracetamols, really. Marvellous, yes. Because it's the 70s. (laughs) A good suggestion. Lunch is soon, isn't it? Isn't it? It is soon, lunch. Yeah, we'll we'll grab some lunch when uh, when we finish here. That's all right. That that okay with you, Julia? And she says... uh, Oh, yes, I'm already beginning to feel the heat. It's much hotter than you'd expect for May, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it just, darling? Yeah. I tell you, this is a fascinating church. Don, Don, do you know anything about the Egyptian... No, sorry, not Egyptian. The Romano traditions of... Have there been anybody... Um, this sounds quite crazy, but... Do, anything to do with dogs? Oh, uh... No, not that I know of. Why'd you ask? I, I was having a look at the sepulchre back there, and, and there seemed to be dogs in there as well as in that mosaic. That, and I just wondered if there was a connection that you'd know about. A sort of Roman dog god. Uh, hmm. No, uh, no, I can't say I do. Gosh. They liked their wolves, didn't they? Romulus and Remus and all that. No, good point. Yes, well said. Oh, that's true. Oh, no, but sorry, you were going somewhere. I don't want to slow us up. No, I was just going to go and take a look at this well. Oh, lovely. I do like a well. I say, looking nervously around me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this this big old um, sort of courtyard with a well right in the middle that he sort of strides up to and takes takes a look into it. Is that a Roman well? Went to a nice boozer once in um, Lancashire somewhere. Lake District. Called a Roman well. Good boozer, weird people. No, this is uh, no, this is this is not a this isn't a Roman well. This is uh, this is later. Oh, can you see the bottom? I don't know. Let's take a look. Should we drop a stone down? Uh, and he jumps in. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we could. Um, and he reaches around in his he he reaches around in his pocket for a coin, and says, uh, "Shall I?" Yes. You'll make a wish. No, don't. Why ever not? Sorry, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> um, and uh, and he holds it over. And do you all sort of do you all sort of lean over and listen? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Spot hidden. See if someone just suddenly runs away into a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. 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 Okay. 
Uh, I mean, is there anything that we can see? <laughs> it's pretty dark down there. Yeah. But, well, he drops it, and you hear, you know, you wait, and you count a few seconds as it falls, and it hits the bottom, and then you could be sure that you do hear, like, a scuttle. What's that? Rat. And he looks up, and, yeah, and he says, Rat, it's, uh... That's rats. Sounded a bit... I mean, I know rats. It sounds a bit big for rats. It did sound a bit big for rats. <laughs> he doesn't say that. It is Europe, although I'm terribly impressed with your ability to make that judgement. Stevenage, eh? Stevenage, yes. Well, Brian's on build, well, building sites. Rife with rats. You'd be surprised. All kinds. And, of course, in North America they have raccoons. No, I, I don't think I've seen a raccoon... But the but the, the the fact that I say it is that my my eyes are sort of going slightly wide, and I'm obviously not saying what I'm thinking. Hmm. I think I would give that for free to the two of you. Does anyone want to give me a spot hidden? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why not? Heck yes. Why not? Because I mean, I want to know what's down that well. It's only going to be good for us, right? <laughs> yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Well, I've got so much sanity to burn. Ooh. What are our spot hiddens? Mine's sixty. That's one of the best I've ever had for a character. Mine's terrible. I failed. 45. Oh, and I failed as well, 78. I've had a jolly good success. Oh, good. Well done, darling. I've got a 14. Fingers crossed, everyone. So you, you said it sounds a bit big for rats. And as you say that and you look back down the well, mm-hmm. you can see on the sides of the well what look like uh. sort of scratch claw marks. Uh, that are much bigger than rats' claws. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the size of a... When you say on the side, like, are they coming all the way to the top? Or are they way down? Could I could I touch them? Uh, if you leant right in, you could probably touch them. They don't come right up over the edge, but the ones, the ones you see are like... Maybe an arm's reach away. Okay, so I think Sharon reaches down with her hand and puts it next to the claw marks for scale and says look that's what I don't know like a big cat or a dog a dog it's not a rat I've never seen a rat that big and when you're leaning in like that could you give me a listen roll yeah Yeah. pass 33 on a 45 you hear something from down the well a sort of maybe very quiet sort of gibbering sort of sound like a yeah you couldn't really place it can anyone else hear that careful there darling careful no it's i can hear something down there but don't lean too far in and i just put a gentle hand on your shoulder and that pushes me into the well (laughs) (laughs) no no i it is very much the opposite of that energy uh i I just, I want to be absolutely sure. What is it? What is it? It, uh, I can hear something, some sort of chatting or animal something. There's something down there. I can't, I can't resist. I'll lean in. Yeah. Well, and have a listen. So this is effectively you pushing your role, right? Because you, no, oh no, because it was only Jeannie who was listening before. So yeah, that's fine. I mean, I could take it as a push if you like. No, 
No, that's fine. No, I'm I'm wrong. It was only Jeannie who was listening because she was already leaning in. So, yeah, it's fine. And she, but she passed. You passed, didn't you? She passed. Yeah. Hmm. Ooh, that's a shame. Fail. It's a sixty-three and a fifty. I mean, this is a fun thing to push, isn't it? You're leaning into a well. See if you can hear some strange noise. What could possibly go wrong? Who's going to fall? Who's going to fall? Who's going to fall? And I've got my hand on her shoulder. Who's going to fall? And I'm leaning forward. <laughs> I think you've got to push this, right? Because I, I've got this weird thing about the dog, right? And it's bigger than... And I'm thinking, if this is dogs, this changes everything. Mm. Because Tontu's dead, but she thinks... Crystal thinks Tontu's alive Mm. in a spiritual realm and I've left that window open and then there's a connection with a weirdness that has happened that I can't pin down but I've got an idea of what it is Mm. and if it wasn't for that I don't think I would push it but it feels like forces are converging on this moment in time for him and he's picked up this weird book about by Stephen King about trusting psychic instincts Mm. This is not reading Cujo. No. <laughs> no. Right. I could have chosen Falconer or Roots in the hotel. For, for, not the hotel, sorry, the airport. For those of you who know your 1970s novels, which I didn't. That is a 29. So I've not pushed anyone down a well. Great. Perhaps slightly disappointingly, but I have passed my pushed roll. Great. Well, you also hear this sort of chittering mm, it's it's very much not the sound that a dog would make it's not a it's not a bark mm. it's a really horrible sound you've never heard any animal make it just very faintly and it sort of moves away can you hear that did you hear that yes what was it yeah what was it it's horrible i don't know how to describe it like a oh rats don't make noise no a neighbor told me that but if they did, it might sound a bit like that, sort of yes, jabbering, wet, sort of horrible noise. Would you like to both give me an intelligence roll? Yes. I, I can't explain it, Robert. It, it sounded... Don. Oh, it's, it's quite beyond my... It's quite beyond my understanding. If I wanted to put a name to it, I couldn't. With my 85 on my 75. Oh, dear. Jeannie? 41 on an 80. Okay, so you, you're you sure what you've heard is some sort of animal, but it's it's not a rat, it's not a, it's not a cat or a stray dog. Or a bat. It's nothing that should be down a well in a city. It's nothing you've ever heard before. Deborah. And I, I'd, I'd like you to give me a sanity roll. <laughs> mm, that's a little too much uh, understanding, right? Yeah. Of course. Fail. 84 on a 70. Oh, dear. Mm, a little uh, a little loss. <laughs> Could you just just roll me a, a, a D2? So, uh, like a D4 and halve it. One. One. Okay. So, uh, one point of sanity. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Never see that sanity again. And at that moment... Julia says, Oh, Don, I really need to get out of the sun. Could we maybe go and find somewhere for a cold drink in the shade or something? 
getting a bit hot for me and she looks up and you realise you are in a, a courtyard at this point underneath the sun which is now kind of like midday or just past midday and you realise you are in the in the baking heat of this open courtyard and uh, Don says uh, yeah sh- sure uh, we'll go and find a, a spot for um, for lunch it is hot <laughs> maybe we should go and get a, a cool drink and get some lunch that's a good idea and you know what they say it's as hot as a bus driver's trousers <laughs> exactly hot as a bus driver's trousers and the other thing of course is mad dogs and Englishmen eh hot as a what do they say hot as a Turk's moustache they still say that I think they do still say that. You can't say that in this day and age, my friend. No, that's more of a sort of 40s expression. Hot as a turtle's anus is one of the ones that I heard. Oh, dear, Mr. DeVere. Sorry, but it's what I heard. Hot as a pelican's cloaca. Oh, I need to get out of the sun as well. I'm not feeling so good. So, you uh, you want to join us? We'll find somewhere together. Oh, yes, yes. It's as hot as an ottoman's boudoir out here. Sure is. <laughs> Haven't heard that one in a while. Yes, let's get out of the sun. You, you, you want to join us? We, we can find a place under the under the under the arches there for. A, a... Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. I'm fe- I'm feeling a bit funny after that. Well, I could yeah, I could do the sit down and maybe a stiff drink. Yes, yes, it was quite unsettling. I don't know whether we have to retrace our steps, and he starts sort of leading the way back, um, and you go past some sort of stone memorials to Second World War, dead of Bologna, uh, and then under this sort of archway with a couple of pillars topped with, again, very strange figures. These are human figures, but in sort of contorted. One looks like he's being crushed by a big millstone, and another looks like his head's on backwards. Very unusual things. But you make your, you make your way back through, exit the church, looking at a few more strange slightly canine gargoyles on the way out and sort of out into the out into the the piazza again and don says so uh what what kind of thing you want to eat oh well um i'm i'm i i always like a little bit of um seafood personally but i suppose we're quite a long way away from the coast here uh yeah but i'm sure they get good stuff in let's well we'll go and have a look does uh, do, do you, does it upset you, Sharon? Oh, I, I, I just think I, I like something, something plain, really, so, some plain food, just to, just, just for the moment, and then maybe something a bit more sort of exotic after that. Well, maybe an, an osteria somewhere near here. I'm sure there'll be something. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, I think it's like a fancy name for a restaurant. Oh, okay. Maybe we could get some cacio e pepe. Nice and simple. Pe- pepe, pepe. Who's that? Pepper. Oh, right. Cheese and pepper. It's cheese and pepper and pasta. Sure, okay. Well, why don't we try and find a place that sort of caters to, uh, to all our tastes, you know? Hey, what about that place? That looks quite nice. Uh, yeah, let's go and check it out. Hey, say, uh, Rob, you, you were uh, asking about my map. Um, why don't you take a look at this? Oh, yes. Fantastic. This might have a few good places marked on it. And he just sort of hands it over and then t- starts striding over towards the uh, uh, the arches. And by this point, it's, it's quite busy in the piazza. There's quite a few different groups of people bustling around. Some, a few, a few tourists, um, a few sort of groups of uh, people in religious garb, various different um, sort of religious outfits, and a, cu- a couple of security forces. Anyway, and you make your way up the steps on the other side of the piazza where there's a little row of restaurants. 
Uh, and yeah, I don't know what you're, whether you're looking for something in particular. I think, you know, anything that sort of looks like it, some, some locals eating there. That's always a good sign. And maybe, maybe I lean over to Sharon and I say, always good to see where the locals are eating. If it's popular, then it's probably good. No, that is right. That's right. Let's go where the locals are going. Let's do as the Romans do, eh? Exactly. Yes. Well said. Great. There's sort of two restaurants right next to each other, and there's one that looks very busy, but um, it looks like maybe there's a few tourists there, and then one that's actually quite quiet, but it does look like the people eating there are, are local. Mm. Ooh, older, you would say. Ooh, look, they, they look like they probably aren't communists or fascists. They just look like people eating. Why don't we try there? Il tradizione, as they say. Well, tradizione, I love it, Robert. It looks like they'll have a, t- a table for all of us, I think, in that one there. There'll be lots of... And also, yes, we could all sit together then. Exactly, yeah. I don't know about you, but I'd like to t- talk a little more about that San Stefano. What an unusual church. Yeah, it was... Uh, I've not seen anything like that before. Mm, so neither have I. Gave me the creeps. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's uh, certainly unusual to find somewhere that uh, covers such a wide range of periods, right? Exactly, yes. Is this this suit you, Julia, this place? Oh, any, anywhere where I can just get a cold drink, to be honest. I just need to sit down in the shade. Why don't you fuck off back to bed, Julia? <laughs> <laughs> perhaps ignoring you. Oh, I never know what to do in these foreign places. In Paris, you go in a cafe and you try and order a drink, they tell you to sit down. Oh, leave it to me. Good good thinking. Garçon, garçon, uh, senor. Bloody hell. Unable to ignore you now, he, he, he wanders over and he says, Prego. Say scusi, say scusi. A parla inglese? Uh, a little. Thank goodness. We'd love to order the dish of the day, something... Simple like cheese and peppers. And bread. Some bread, please. What's that? Pan? See, pan, pane. Pane, pane. Por favor. Is that right, Robert? Oh, I don't know. I don't speak a bloody word of the stuff. Ooh, you were so good with tradizione. Oh, we'll pick up bits and bobs. Don says, listen, I, uh, I'm i happy to deal with it. Apollo and Poco, but yes, you should. I'll, I'll deal with it. And he, he, he sort of rattles off a bit of Italian to the waiter. I hate this guy. And the, way, the waiter... Isn't he clever? Sort of smiles at him. And handsome. And then he... Um, I overact. Impressed. He takes one step towards the stand where the menus are and then turns back and sort of looks at you all. And um, maybe you could all give me a psychology role. Maybe we could. Maybe you could. What's this, psychology? Psychology. I'm very psychological. Oh, it's a very exciting pass. A 16 on a 50. Nice, nice roll. Oh, a hard success. Oh, that doesn't look great, but is it? I'm on a hard as well, if you pardon the expression. I failed remarkably, given my abilities. I think it's probably just where you're sat. Um, Maybe you have your back to him. If the two of you who got your hard successes, you think that when he glances back at you, it looks like he's looking very deliberately at your hands. Oh, weird. 
Okay. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but it's not it's not like a any it's not like a any sort of sinister look. It's just glancing just to maybe as if he wants to check whether you're wearing any jewelry, for example. Mm. Mm. Oh, okay. It's that kind of look. A little appraisal. Okay. But anyway, he does that briefly, picks up a couple of menus and um brings them back and says English menus and smiles. Grazie mille. Grazie mille. Cheers, ears. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you can find what you're looking for on the menu. Some sort of light, bit of bread, cheese, selection of antipasti or whatever. Julia says, just something, just something light for me, please. And some chips. <laughs> and whole onion. <laughs> Is that a, a Stevenage specialty? Yep, we eat whole onions in Stevenage. It's called a Stevenage apple. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's called the... Exactly. If the apples fail, the onions never do. <laughs> it's an interesting turn of phrase, eh? I ain't heard that one. Stevenage apple pie, delicious. Stevenage toffee <laughs> apples, wonderful stuff. Toffee around an onion. Fuck it hell. Jesus. God. Kids love it at Halloween. The waiter comes back and Don sort of rattles off the order. He orders, you know, bread and cheese and meat and a pickled onion wrapped in toffee. <laughs> <laughs> Exquisito, exquisito. Or just like um, aperitif spritzes for, for all of you, just a, a sparkling water for Julia, and the waiter goes away and starts making it. When he came and got the menus, did you see how he, he looked at our, our hands on the table a bit? Did it? Oh, you, you saw that too, Sharon, yes. Yes, I did notice that. Robert, did you see that? No, I can't say I was paying attention. I, I was trying to get the heater to work. Mm, uh, well, very, quite right too. Although, I mean, it is as hot as a Brazilian's bikini line in, out here normally. I don't oh. know why you'd be bothering with that. Oh, Nicholas. Whatever, whatever he was looking for, I don't think he saw it because he seemed sort of not relieved, but, you know, not, he didn't find what he was looking for. So what? Does Sharon wear a wedding ring? He still does have her wedding ring on, yes. No, I was wondering if he was looking at your ring, but then he studied my hands just as carefully. And yours, Robert, I thought. Oh. And yours and yours too, I point out, Julia. And didn't see what he was looking for, I felt. Mm, yes, yes, I agree. I might actually interrupt you there and correct you. I think specifically you noticed him looking at the men's hands. Oh. Oh, I beg your pardon. And you too, Don. I do have big hands like a man. He was looking at my hands, and Don looks at his own hands. Yeah. I lean over to, to Robert, and, and I, I don't... It's not a whisper. It is actually public. I go, and so the American begins to realise he's studied. <laughs> you what? <laughs> oh, don't worry. I wonder why. Well, maybe it's a thing. Well, I'm looking around. Can I do a spot hidden roll? I'm wondering if Sharon looks around at the uh, the local punters to see if they have anything distinguishing about their... Oh, good thinking. ...their finger wear. Sure. Yeah. OK, yeah, if you're specifically looking for that... So are you looking at the people, sort of just anyone around, or specifically the people, like, on the next table or whatever? Yeah, I think a couple of old gents on the next table and maybe a gent at the bar who's lifting a drink, glass of wine to his lips. Great. Sure. Oh, yeah. It's a 14 on a 45. Oh! Oh, wow. Okay, a hard success. So, yeah, they've all got something in common. It seems to me that everyone you can see in this restaurant is wearing a signet ring. OMG. As I lean over and she not notices that, I say to Don, Don, you don't think it's like some sort of code thing? Like, if you're a communist or a fascist, you have something tattooed on your hand or something? I, I don't know. I, I, 
Listen, I, I think uh, from what I understand about uh, political leanings, um, mm. it, it would be very unwise for people to bear a tattoo that um, exposed their allegiances oh, to I see, yes. this climate. Well, mm, yes. Signet rings back 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 home. That's pop. That you know. That's posh, isn't it? You wear you wear them if you're posh. Signet rings. What are you on about? Signet rings. Yeah. Like gold signet rings. Like signet rings. What signet rings? Look around. Look at the old boys on the next table. Don't look. Don't look at the same time. Take turns. Don't look now. Don't look now. <gasps> cool, blimey. They're masons. They're going to be masons, aren't they? Well, something like that. Something. This is like a masonic canteen. Like a club. Are we in a clubhouse? Casina de Masonico? No, that sounds wrong. Who's she? Masons. Yeah. I've read something about the Masons in uh, in Italy. I can't remember what. Maybe they get discounts. Masons are all over the world, mate. Oh, yes, they do. Yeah, they are, of course. It's a lot in Stevenage. Well, I mean, obviously, it stems from Rosicrucianism, doesn't it? Well, there's also all that stuff about the Illuminati. I wouldn't know about that. I wouldn't know about that, but... So that's Italian. You can tell because it's got an, an it on the end. Now I think about it, something's coming back to me, or is it? I'm not sure. But if I roll my history, Daniel... Sure. Ah. Keeper of the uh, Basilica de San Luca. Prior, I beg your pardon, I beg your pardon, Signor. Please do. Prior of the Basilica de San Luca. My history is considerably better than Joseph's, so here we go. Uh, oh, guys, it's an 85 on a 75. Oh, well, that feels like that's pushing territory. What is it, well, what is it you're... I pick up a knife and I... Uh, I pick up a knife and I tap it on my fingers and I say, I tell you what, I'm going to get a closer look. If I'm not back in five minutes, send Julia to look for me. And I get up and I stroll past over to, is there a bar area or like? Yeah, yeah, in the, in sort of in the back of the, in the back of the restaurant there's a, there's a bar. Yeah, yeah, so I'll stroll into the restaurant, but kind of careering dangerously close to a table as I do. I think maybe taking my hat off and wafting my face as if it's the heat. Mm. And my intention is to ask after the uh, bathroom. Mm, of course. So that's my ruse, and I'm going to push. I'm going to push my history. Although maybe I feel like I might be trying to do something else now. But spot hidden. Spot hidden. Shall I? Well, although it's, it's your history, you you want to be racking your brains for, right? Yeah, yeah but if like if I can get a closer look at it, maybe I, I might. So I'll go spot hidden. I'll go spot hidden, partly because I've done a ridiculous thing, which is. Joseph's silly fault. Well, how good is your spot hidden? My spot hidden is 60. I would take your history. If you can... Uh, if you'll give me the history, I'll take it. Let's do it. Let's. We can make the history work. Let's work the mechanics and, and let the drama speak for itself. 54 is a double pass for both. Right. Okay, so what specifically is it that you're racking your brains to... Well, they've said Masonic, and I like where they're going with that, but Masonic signet rings or... I mean, there's also, like, Rosicrucianism... Uh, Templars. Okay. So, as you, um... I'm looking for markings, maybe, on the ring or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, as you get up and you turn to enter the restaurant to look for the bathroom, you you only take a couple of steps and you're struck by a sort of... a very small carving in the stone above the... above the doorway of the restaurant. Mm. A little... a little symbol. And it is... Uh, like a ruler that bends in half and then a pair of compasses laid on top of it. Oh, yes. Sort of looks like two triangles. Mm. Classic Masonic symbol. Yeah. But you notice that it's been 
kind of has been sort of scratched away as if it was once bold and proud and now it's and now it's been scratched out mm. and you remember reading perhaps because or perhaps maybe someone told you I imagine the circles you move in back home perhaps you know people who are masons you remember hearing that the masonic lodge propaganda due was excommunicated by the by the masons really quite recently for having sort of being being involved too heavily with the mafia oh. amongst other things so propaganda due if it still exists uh is is an, now an underground organization it's no longer sort of publicly out out and proud masons there are other masonic lodges in italy but this is the one that is uh, had quite a lot of power until very recently right oh oh um so so the, it is propaganda due that that would be that would make sense with them carving out scratching out the that's your assumption uh but is, yeah is i'm a, i'm a, i'm applying that the lodges don't have their own symbols there is like one masonic symbol it's a sort of propaganda due is, is the underground lodge and this could be it quite yeah uh, in which case um i, I think i'll I, I think i'll still use the bathroom okay well you go through into the restaurant and the waiter sort of stands as if you stands kind of in your way mm. as you're coming towards him uh see si, prego si senor um devo andare a double vese bathroom non lo so la parola see si, see si. next door ah ma grazie you can use next door see si, see si. thank you very kind and he sort of ushers you back out of the restaurant. <laughs> mm, uh, in which case, I shall I shall head down to the table. I mean, is it is it obvious that I haven't used it? Well, I can kind of go. I can go round. So I think I go round and I deliver the news. And I sort of I lean into the others and I say, "Oh, how interesting! Not only was I turned away from the interior, etc., but also that does bring to mind. Look above there. Looks like there's a sort of Masonic marking. The the cartographer's arms, classic for the Masonic." Lodges mm. have been carved out. I've read about this place, this this lodge or association called Propaganda Due. I wonder if it's that. Hmm. Anyway, how loudly are you speaking when you say that? Oh, it's it's for once. I am actually just trying to whisper that to. I mean, maybe not even to Don and Julia. It's to my t- my side of the table. Mm. Okay. Given given that reaction, perhaps I start speaking, and uh, and then maybe I. How good is your how good is your stealth? Or oh, maybe I won't be too unfair. Maybe I'll just maybe some. No, 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 no. Do you know what? I'll do something else instead. No, no. I think, but I mean, like he's a gossip. He's a gossip, but he's not stupid. Maybe, uh, maybe someone on the next table just has a little listen. Maybe that's what happens. Opposed roll. I'll do stealth. Because to be honest, Dan, I was saying it so that the other two knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, fair enough. He is a gossip. And maybe he does need a lesson in taking it slightly more seriously. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm down with that. <laughs> I won't make it a post. Unless, what's better for you, I suppose, is it? How good is your stealth? I've got stealth 42. Okay. A lot of creeping around in offices, trying to get pieces of paper. Well, yeah, why not make it a post, then? I'll roll my lesson. The people on the next table are very old, so you might be all right. Mm, I'll roll a 50 on a 42. It's persistently high. That's my lowest roll of the night. Well, you're fine because I, I've I've rolled a I've rolled a very bad roll. So you are speaking quietly enough that the people on the next table didn't hear what you were saying. Luckily, yes. I'll go and use the toilet anyway. Perhaps I, I sort of drop into a sl- really soft voice right at the end and go, 
I better make this look good. And I wander over to next door. Propaganda do, hey, hey? Yeah, that, that's, um, that's familiar. Uh. But well, I guess, um, because maybe that's why he, uh, he looked at us a bit funny. Maybe, uh, I guess maybe we ought to, um, finish up here sooner rather than later. Yeah, maybe we've, um, stumbled into some club's private luncheon HQ. Yeah, we've potentially out- outstayed our welcome. Yeah. Bring, the waiter brings over the food and says, play go. And, uh, and then sort of wanders back in. And as the food arrives, Julia says, Don, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry, all of you, but I'm just going to have to have a lie down. I think it's, I don't know whether it's the heat or all this travel, but I, I actually can't, I actually can't face lunch. Don says, uh, you want me to walk you back to the house? I'll come, it's only over there. He said, no, no, don't be ridiculous. I'll be fine. We can virtually see the door. And you look out and you you can pretty much see the door of uh, Casa Petronio. Mm. You know, apart from the fact that the square is quite crowded now, you could almost see her walk all the way to the door. Mm. Don says, well, if if you're sure, I'll come and check on you as soon as we finished. Of course, I'll be I'll be totally fine. I just I just need to lie down. Enjoy your lunch. Don't rush back. You should enjoy the day. I don't want you to waste waste an afternoon up. I'll be fine. I just need to lie down. I'm I'm back at the stage, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I I do dramatic raised eyebrows to Sharon, and um, I think I can't resist. I I I think I I, I say maybe uh, maybe stayed up a little too late. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe up all night. Maybe a touch of the honeymoon sickness, if you know what I mean. Oh yes, <laughs> is this all being said out loud? Yes, at a low volume. She goes she goes puce <laughs> and says, "Excuse me, um, I, I just need to lie down." And she goes down the steps and you sort of watch her move across the square and she's, uh, she's almost at the door, but, you know, the, the, she's kind of lost in the crowd before she quite, before she quite makes it. Mm. Don says, she, she'll be fine. We've, we've been travelling around quite a lot and the, the heat is really, sort of the weather's really changed. We were in Milan last week and it um, wasn't nearly so hot, I think. Uh, she'll be fine. She just needs some time. Oh, Milan is so lovely. Isn't it just? Yes. The people, the people, they're so charming and friendly and fashionable. Very much so. But I'm sorry, that was callous of me. I, I'm sorry. I, apologies. It's so nice to see two people in, in love, you know? Yeah, sure. Well, you know, we're, we're all uh, progressive. I mean, it brought out a wickedness in me. I apologize. If she does have a touch of the honeymoon sickness, Dawn, tell her to come and see me. I do know some remedies. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. The honeymoon sickness, eh? <laughs> <gasps> well, if we didn't leave, have to leave in a hurry, I'd, I'd propose another bottle of wine. But yes, we should probably not toast any further. And no, I think we should just finish our drinks and uh, maybe uh, maybe get out of here before we uh, upset anyone with our presence. Oh, indeed, Robert, don't you agree? Good idea. I do agree. Oh, thank goodness. Are there any women? Other women apart from myself now in? Side the restaurant, or is it all men? I'm just thinking about masons because that's all. Mm. That's all. A, that's a sausage party, isn't it? Certainly <laughs> is. Like RPGs, there are some women. It's mainly men. It's not particularly busy this restaurant. There's people on, you know, maybe four or five tables. Mainly men, but there are a couple of women. But you notice they're all older. All the patrons, or just the women? All, all of the patrons really are. They're quite old. All the patrons are a bit older. How how old would you say? 60s? To to look at? 200. 
It's hard to say, actually. I mean, how, how much are you studying them? I think I'm having a jolly good look. They're dead. <laughs> They're the living dead. It's kind of hard to tell exactly how they are, how old they are, because a lot of them look quite um, weathered, you know? <laughs> they are not... They're not glamorous older people. Okay. And there's not a single young person in the bar? Mm. Uh, the waiter was quite young. Mm, but in an official capacity, interesting. Good spot. Ooh. Did the waiter have a signet ring? I'm not sure you were looking, but maybe you do when... Can I do a, a spot hidden as he's walking about? Yeah. Yeah, sure. As he comes back to... Um... Well, I was going to say we should put glass for the bill, shouldn't we? Sure. Um, Il... Conto? That's right, yeah. Il Canto. Don calls and um, the waiter sort of gets it together and brings it over. And as he puts down the bell on the table, you can uh, you can give me a spot hidden. All of us? Well, yeah, I suppose if you're all looking for it, yeah. That's a fail. Well, I'll definitely have a look at the bill. I'm too busy showing off about knowing the word Il Conto with my 12% <laughs> Italian. <gasps> I've rolled 100 <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, maybe you could push the roll, Genie, but I mean, why bother now when clearly whatever's about to happen is about to happen? So the the price is so extraordinary, I have a sanity roll. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? That's Mason's prices for you. How much for some bread and a bit of a, a bit of fish? <laughs> he puts the bill down with which which hand do you normally wear a signet ring on? Right hand. Your right hand. So he puts the bill down with his left hand, so none of you can see whether or not he's wearing a signet ring. Mm. Doesn't stop Robert doing this, though. <laughs> Give me your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. how do you think it goes wrong? The only thing I can think is that I'm trying to look at his hand, mm. the other hand, and in the process I sort of lean my chair back too far. <laughs> I like it. Completely fall over, kicking the table over in the process. Oh, I'm going to try and flip a table in every... In every scenario. Scenario in this season. <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So you do. You make a right mess. Everything smashes. <laughs> You're sort of sliding back in your chair to try and... Yeah. Ooh. Try and have a look. And then you topple back. Oh, 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 oh. On your two legs, exactly. And land flat on your back as your head hits the concrete really quite hard. Ooh. Mm. I'm going to say you take one hit point of damage. God, no, not the last of the shrimps. Not the last of the shrimps. I lunge for them. As my feet go up, it flips the table, right? So everything's smashed on the floor. I've made a right scene, yeah. Everything goes flying. So much for the low profile. Well, quite. What was it? One hit point? One hit point. And everyone turns to look at you. You have made your uh, presence abundantly clear to um, <laughs> everyone in the restaurant. So a few people in the next restaurant. <laughs> In, in the square. God alive. This is like Oliver Courtney to Quincy's Othello. A total embarrassment. Yeah. No, cut that. That's offensive. Uh. God alive. This is like Oliver Courtney to Quincy's Richard III. A total embarrassment. Get off the stage, everyone. All of you. Let's go. <laughs> sorry, every... Uh, I'm sorry, everyone. Scoozy. Uh. Uh, one of the older gentlemen at the next table says, Are you all right? Would you like uh, would you like some ice for your head? You look like you hurt yourself quite badly there. Robert? Robert? Where am I? Yeah, maybe we should... Could we bring him inside? Uh, Me dispiace, me dispiace. See, some ice would be lovely. That's so kind. Oh, he's bleeding. I think he's bleeding a bit. We should... um, Could we bring him inside? Uh, We will 
maybe we have a good look at him here before we take him inside. Well, I mean, he's he's hit his head on the floor. He snaps his finger and asks the waiter for some ice. He says, uh, maybe, maybe you're right. What do you think, sir? Can you stand? Can you talk? Yes, I'll be all right, thank you. Just give me a hand up, would you? Oh, gosh. And he does. This older man sort of gives you a hand up. Can I do a charm roll? Yes, by all means. Hmm. Can I do a sleight of hand roll to try and take his signet ring off? Oh. <laughs> I think I see I, I see these two suddenly moving in a way that I wasn't expecting them to move. There's a sort of well-oiled... It, it reminds me of actually an, an Oliver Courtney to Quincy film that I saw where he was playing a, <laughs> a special agent between the wars and he was get, gathering intelligence on the, um, on the Nazi threat. And um, an unusual part for him, he didn't normally play that sort of... But he was a bumbling idiot and he got killed in it. Classic, classic De Quincey. But, but it, was a, it was a masterpiece performance of showing that you're a special agent up to an ulterior motive, but at the same time looking like an ordinary person. And I, I look at the two of them and I think, there's something going on here with it. They're really keen to get inside. And I say, oh yes, I think that's probably right, because Robert, your condition... Mm. We don't want any trouble with that. It's probably best that we get you indoors. No, I'm fine. I'm f- I'm fine. I say. So what happened with the two other rolls? I got a hard success on the charm. Five on a fifty. Okay, and Robert, how did you get on with your sleight of hand? I'm saying no. I don't need to go inside. I, the fresh air is good enough for me. As I as I reach up and take his hand, so I can so he can pulls me up, and I roll a two. <gasps> wow! Making good on his fumble. Busting it like a boss. Slip it off his finger onto my own. <laughs> Busting it like a boss. Absolutely fantastic. So I think a combination of the charm from uh, Sharon. Were you rolling anything, Nicholas, or were you just? Um, reflecting, chattering on. I could roll my acting. It was sounded like it sounded like acting or maybe fast talk. It's an eleven on a thirty-three. So the team. Uh, this is astonishing. I mean, any one of these would have been enough, but I think the combination of Sharon's charm, Nicholas Devere's distraction, and the extraordinary role from Robert Hyde. I mean, slipping off someone's signet ring, mm. an old man's signet ring that is like probably right stuck behind his arthritic bone, uh, <laughs> but somehow. You've managed it. The buttery grasp. Yes. And uh, he says, oh, well, I'm, I'm pleased to see you're not feeling the ill effects. Uh, you do look like you're bleeding there. Maybe you should see if you can see a, a nurse or maybe even a priest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very, very droll. I hope the rest of your day improves. And he sort of smiles at you and nods, sits back down. Come a dice, droll in Italian. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> no, I don't know that one. I, to be honest, I don't even think I know what droll means in American. <laughs> I'm not sure what I know it means in English. Um, all right, well, let's get you out of the heat, shall we, Robert? Yes, yes. Yeah, and we, we are to go and, um, mind if I go ahead? Just, um, see, see how, uh, see how Julia's getting on? Oh, please, please. Yes, we're dropping like flies. Of course. I'll have a, I'll have a, I'll have a cold glass of water, but then I really don't need any more fuss. All right. Well, well, maybe we should all just head back, check on Julia, regroup, and then uh, if she's feeling okay, if you're feeling better, maybe we can pop out and uh, see one of the other churches, one that's maybe got less uh, macabre carvings. <laughs> fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. He strides ahead towards the house, and he, you know, he gets there. 
sort of 30 seconds before you, presuming, presuming you're all sort of following him across the piazza. Well, I say that that was thrilling. That was thrilling. Um, Robert, do you share with anyone what you've just done? Not immediately. Didn't think you'd want to. That's fine. But I, I think I do say, I mean, I'm not wrong in thinking, you think they're up to something, don't you? I say to them both in a sort of trying to enlist them. I enlist you. Transitive verb. Oh, yeah, they're all... Do you want me to roll my act here again? Or maybe I can keep my 11 for that. They're as bent as a butcher's hook. How absolutely fascinating. <laughs> yeah, I've got a theory that they're... Uh, um, what was my theory? It just popped in my head and it popped right back out again. That blow to the head might have been more serious than, I, than you thought, Robert. Yeah, I think it has had an effect, actually. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need um, a Camparian soda back at, uh, back at base. I'd appreciate one of those. Yeah, good idea. A stiff drink and a cold compress and we'll all be right as rain. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes. And as you open the door, Don is running down the stairs saying, Julia, she's not there. I don't know where she is. She's not in her room. She's she's gone or she's... I don't know where she is. Julia Niccolo! Julia Niccolo!